back to Matthews Arena, historic Matthews Arena on the campus of Northeastern University. The score at the end of the first period, 13th ranked Northeastern 1 and Merrimack nothing on a power play goal by Tyler Madden. I'm Mike Mackling alongside John Leahy. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Our guest here in the first intermission, pleased to welcome in Josh Cummins, a correspondent for the New England Hockey Journal. And uh, Josh, first of all, that first period, no question after last night's game that Northeastern wanted to try to turn the tables, uh, you know, have the puck more, uh, lift their level of play, the effort, and so on. They certainly did that in that first period. Definitely. I didn't think it was really a lack for Merrimack. I think that maybe just their their chances weren't as close to the net or, or as frequent as, as they were last night. But Northeastern definitely, you could see they uh, they wanted to pick the, the speed up. And obviously a great player made a, a great play on the goal. And Tyler Madden has done it for uh, a year and, and a month of the season now. So uh, no surprise there. Could even be perhaps two or three to nothing, if not worse. Uh, Yuri Hudema picks up where he left off last night, playing very well in the Merrimack now. Yeah, I've been impressed with, with what I've seen over the first couple. Obviously, such a young team, and uh, you never know how a young team, especially with a freshman goaltender, is going to respond to a team that plays with so much speed like that. But but he's played really well last night. Didn't have to make a ton of saves last night, but uh, but he stood really tall against, uh, uh, like we said, kind of a, a Northeastern team that's come out with a renewed uh, level of speed. Yeah, both these goaltenders have looked good this weekend, uh, you know, through four periods of play. It's just a two-to-one advantage for uh, Northeastern if you add up all the scoring. But Craig Pantano and Ned from Merrimack mean... Talk about the situation the Huskies were in last year when Caden Primo decided to leave early and turn pro. All of a sudden, Northeastern was in need of a goaltender, and uh, and it worked out pretty well for them when being able to get graduate transfer uh, Craig Pantano from Merrimack. Yeah, it's he, he's played great in the in the in the games that I've seen. Obviously, uh, he really kept Northeastern in the game last night. He had to make uh, uh, with Merrimack putting almost 40 shots on him, and uh, he's just been kind of what a team. Uh, like Merrimack, that is a lot of freshmen w- would need. Just someone who can come in with a lot of experience, knows uh, kind of the lay of the land of hockey. East. I know Jim Madigan's talked about how important that is, and, and he's played really well uh, in the games I've seen. This is the year, I guess, of the graduate transfer goalie in Hockey East, right? I mean, you've got Michael Lackey at Providence, having transferred from Harvard with that graduate uh, transfer rule at Boston University. It's uh, Alex Tucker from uh, Yale, having gone on from Yale to uh, Boston University. Yeah, and of course, Pantano from Merrimack to Northeastern. It's kind of strange. It didn't used to, you know, when a player would transfer in Division One hockey in the past, it was an unusual situation. And a lot of times, a player who you know wasn't necessarily a star player, but all three of those players were key players for their teams. Uh, your thoughts, I guess, on this kind of new era of Division One hockey? Yeah, I think it happens. It seems like it's been happening in, in a lot of different sports too. But uh, but here, obviously, uh, uh, hockey is just kind of the league that everyone wants to come to. I guess for for, for Craig, it was it's a different school and in the same league. But uh, but obviously, these guys are are definitely. Uh, uh, they've been proven at their their schools and kind of in similar situations to uh, especially Providence lost a goalie who played for a long time so uh, uh, it's been interesting to see and it seems like they've all fit in pretty well and, and been a big part of their teams that they're playing on now. Yeah, and actually all three of those schools, right? I mean, hockey left early, 
right? I think uh, he, he, he had graduated. Okay, and then but Ottinger as well, you know. So uh, interesting how that worked out. All right, Josh. Uh, we're early in the season here. Has uh, anything surprised you so far, either good or bad, as you look at Hockey East? He's from Nothing really too surprising this year. I guess maybe the the thing I would say at the top of the standings would be how well UMass has played. I thought that that it might be a little difficult. They, they obviously they have a lot of great players, and, and John Leonard's been such a good guy for the last uh, uh, two seasons plus. But but I thought that there would be a little bit of a, a period without Makar and Ferraro. But they've been uh, they've been great. It doesn't seem like they've skipped a beat. Uh, uh, young guys on that team too, but it seems like the the guys who've come back have really loved them more. We're talking with Josh Cummins from the New England Hockey Journal. Northeastern leads Merrimack one nothing here at the end of the first period. Uh, looking around, I guess you know Hockey East and then the rest of the country as well. We, we've talked about Denver, Minnesota, Duluth, obviously two of the top clubs. Uh, Notre Dame looks like they're going to be a top team out of the Big Ten and so on. Uh, you know, Wisconsin, although up and down, I think is probably going to end up more up than down at the end of the season. Another, another good team there. Uh, you know, how do you see things shaking out here? Hockey East was able to put two teams in the Frozen Four last year with Providence and UMass. Uh, and it seems like the level of competition in the league this year already, uh, first month, month, you know, five, six weeks or so of the season is even better than it was last year. Yeah, I think so. I think the uh, it seems like I, I saw Providence uh, seems like they're the, the best team I've seen so far. Obviously with with Lackey and, and they have a lot of young guys too. So many on all four forward lines, but it seems like they're they're really coming together. And it seems like Nate Lehman's team's always there, but uh, but they've had uh, uh, a lot of success so far this year. Just uh, uh, kind of they had one slip up against Holy Cross early in the year, but uh, but they've come back pretty strong uh, uh, ever. since. So I, I think they're maybe kind of look like they're they're not quite there in the standings yet, but uh, but I think they're maybe the team that uh, that I see coming out of it. I th- I had them pretty high coming into the season as well, but they've seemed like based on the the eyes so far, uh, the team that I've been impressed with the most. Well, before we let you go here, second period's about to start, about to get underway. Merrimack eleven power play for a minute fifty three. Uh, what do you think's being said down there in both locker rooms? Yeah, I think for for Northeastern, it's kind of uh, I know we were talking before the game about how Merrimack wanted to, to kind of play the same game as last night. Uh, I think Northeastern's kind of thinking the same thing here. They've been able to play with a, a lot of speed and, and get pucks to uh, get pucks to Hudeman and Net. And, uh, they only put one in, but like we were talking about earlier, he's had to make a couple good saves. And for uh, for uh, for Merrimack, I just think uh, uh, kind of get back to what they were doing last night, which is a pretty similar game. I think we uh, it kind of seems like these two, two teams play in a pretty similar way, especially this year with all the young guys. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes if they're if they're able to kind of push back like they did last night after a uh, first period that maybe didn't go the way they wanted. Well, we've had four pretty good periods so far this weekend. We'll see if the, the fifth and sixth here tonight, or actually sixth and seventh after the overtime last night, if, if, if it's more of the same. Josh, thanks again. Uh, folks, check out his work at uh, HockeyJournal.com, New England Hockey Journal. Thanks a lot, Josh. We appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. All right, our score here at the end of one, Northeastern one and Merrimack nothing. John and I will be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.